He's so loud, man. He's so loud. He's a little loud. If I had a nickel for every time Craig said that, I'd have three nickels at this point. Full 15. Uh, that's a lot of nickels. Not really. It's just, he's, he's, he's the fucking, he's just our guy right now. And we figured it out. And now we're on our way <laughs> to making our, our millions. They should, the U.S. should just get rid of the penny. Yeah, this, this is old news at this point, man. I know, but like, the hell is with the nine dollar pound or something? And people like wanted half because they thought that was more. It was something like. Oh that. yeah, yeah. I think I heard about that. I think I heard. It. I think that was. That's I don't so know funny. if that was in the thing I watched, but in like that high school health thing or whatever with yeah, with Mike, Mikey Savannah. Yeah, that documentary is insane. That guy just goes straight from being a buff. Well, he wasn't. He wasn't crazy buff. He sort of overstated it, where he was like. This dude is. This dude goes from a, an Olympian athlete to going to fat. Uh, just to show you, it wasn't that buff. But it's kind of interesting. Like, it's not only what I took from that is that I didn't give a fuck about what happened to him because I still eat food. But it's also about portion control. That's really what it is. And honestly, doing what I've done lately with just eating a lot better and not eating like absolute shit like I used to. It's not really about portions. It's just about eating, you know, the amount of protein that you need for muscle growth and just eating what's good for your body. Because, I don't know, eating healthy is kind of underrated, I'll be honest. You don't, you, don't have to, you, don't have to do, you don't have to do any crazy, like, like, I mean, it depends on what you want, actually, on the end game. Like, keto diets, right? That's like ketogenic diet where you just eat fats, pretty much. Like. Yeah. Yeah, you don't have to do any crazy shit like that. It depends on what you want. Um, I don't remember the exact specifics, but I saw a critical video where it was all animated, and he was like, this is the keto diet. You just eat straight butter and fat. <laughs> and it, it, replaces, it replaces glucose as your primary uh, energy source. And I, I don't know. Apparently I've a lot been better. watching a lot of critical lately. No, dude, his, his content is so relevant. It's crazy. Yeah. He's kept up forever. Him, him, and probably video game donkey. Um, they probably kept up the most, honestly, from like the the veteran YouTubers. You don't see fucking Boogie two nine eight eight anymore, you know, because he was really yeah, old school. <laughs> Idubs is still there, but he doesn't. Show I, don't, I mean, too often. When he does, though, he drops a sick documentary. He drops fucking full force, yeah, and he drops yeah, yeah. Dax Flame Ice Cream Man. <clears throat> H3H3 gave up on videos, pretty much. Listen, listen. I don't like the YouTube drama. It's so stupid. It's just dumb to get into because it's basically just B-tier celebrity drama, right? But like, the H3H3 is just something that perplexes me. People fucking hate him now, dude. They, they hate him so much. They turned on him so fast for his content, right? Because they were like, oh, well, we praised H3H3, uh, which was Ethan and Gila. Uh, we, we we praised it on the fact that they made like you know interesting content that was different from other people. It wasn't just like straight up reaction videos. It was like reaction videos with substance and style. And then they're like, oh well, they just focus on the podcast and they just focus on. It's like they do what they fucking want, bro. Like you're not running the channel. Yeah, I used to and, watch H3 all the time. Oh, same. Yeah, because Dylan introduced me to them. I remember who introduced me. The but... first one I watched was the one. They like 
watched videos on that tech guy who just like would tech buy Rex? a bunch of yeah was tech, tech Rex, <laughs> and he would fly the drone into the tub of Coca Cola. Yeah, yeah, and dude. Like, oh my god, he's like, how is it in there being in a tub of Coca Cola? He's like, well, guys, this is absolutely it's insane. Cold. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, Techrax is such dog shit. So many people have made fun of Techrax. iDoves made fun of Techrax. He did such a good impression too. He would like take the iPhones and he'd just be like, "What's up, guys? Techrax here!" And he would just smash them. And I used to watch Techrax legit because, you know, uh, I hate to flex here. I got my first smartphone, which was my first phone in general, third grade. I got an iPhone. <laughs> yeah, I got an iPhone 3GS in third grade. <laughs> And oh it was God. it was the hottest shit of all time. It was the hottest thing. I showed everyone. I was like, "Dude, look at this fucking iPhone." But besides my bragging, like, I was from a young age for some reason I was so obsessed with measuring up iPhones. Like, I wanted to know how fucking durable it was. That type of content was marketed for me. So <laughs> I just binge watched tech racks all the time, and I watched them smash all these iPhone fours and shit, and. People will be like, you're so cruel. How could you do that? How could you smash all these phones for people? And I'm like, well, the glass on this one's a little stronger than mine. So, you know, I, I can't be dropping this thing. <laughs> I would just, I would measure up my shit. It's weird. I got a phone pretty late. I can't remember when, but I think it was close to middle school. I think you remember you had, well, a, a lot of my friends did back in middle school. They had the, they had like the sliding keyboard phones. Those were the those sliding are the sliding keyboard. Yeah. Yep, yep. I still have it in my closet. That's crazy. I could type fast as hell on that thing. I was a gamer, dude. Dude, I, I was could like type a, so fast. I was like a boomer with those things because oh, I was man. like, "There's no way I can type this fast on these tiny keys." You know, they're like they're too, they're too small. For I my was so thumb. good. Yeah, bro. You think it still works? Uh, <laughs> if I plug it in, I guess maybe. Maybe thinking of the wrong show. Is it, is it Breaking Bad where like they use flip phones and they take out the battery so they don't track them? They do <laughs> that like in what... every like action thing. No, yeah. but I I think I remember in Breaking Bad specifically, Walter's in like the the Mojave or whatever, and he's like not trying to get tracked by Hank, so he just throws the battery yeah, out. And like... Ozymandias, yeah, he takes it out. Yeah, dude, awesome, man. This fuck. Um... The show is so well crafted. It really, it really is. I could go on and on about Breaking Bad for a really long time, but it's just, it's so masterful, man. The way they did it. Yeah. Honestly, Vince Gilligan, what a fucking genius. Yeah. I can still type fast as hell on my uh, iPhone. Like, I can, can you look away from the screen and type out a coherent sentence? I'm pretty fluent, yeah. But even when I look at the screen, I probably do worse than I am looking away. Because I just overthink every single key. So my yeah. Google search results are just... It looks like absolute gibberish, bro. <laughs> typing I, horizontal, yeah. though. That's, that's, that's really hard. I hate typing horizontal. Because it stretches it out so much. It's like a widescreen, you know? You, you just... You don't get the full picture. And it's, it's hard to... I can't hard really... to kind of like thumbs. Try it. It's like really hard. Because with vertical, you're used to having your thumbs all... Uh, like you know, in one place, yeah. sort of congested. Then you got to stretch them out. It's like yeah, a I typed out and... my my jam is and two. <laughs> Horizontal? <laughs> yeah, it wasn't bad. I mean, hey, there you Just go. Missed two letters. Yeah, yeah, but it was good. <laughs> okay. 
I was going to say before when we were talking about food. Uh, I Wait, saw we were something... talking about food? Yeah, like staying healthy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, please go on. I felt like it was probably a month ago or something. Like somebody tried to eat like Rudy Giuliani for a week. I tried to, oh, Rudy. I... <laughs> yeah, Rudy Giuliani. He was, the, he was the mayor of New York, right? Yeah, I was going to say that or Mitch McConnell. Donald Trump was Rudy man. Giuliani. Yeah. Um, and it was just like fast food every single day. And I mean, that's that's all that Trump eats, too. Yeah, dude, he loves McDonald's. Dude, he loves McDonald's. That that's like a known fact that uh, Donald Trump loves McDonald's burgers, dude. <laughs> and honestly, Great. there's way better than that. Yeah, don't like that. You know, you know what I think about when I eat a lot, though. I think about, I think about competitive eaters, and I specifically think about this one dude. Um, and I think he's like the most like well known competitive eater. Probably he's like Matt Stoney or whatever. How the fuck does that guy stay fit? I don't know how I they do it. No, they'll idea. eat. They'll eat so much food so fast, Probably and they either gotta have really, really good metabolism, like really good genes, and keep that shit up. Because report of the week, man, like he stays skinny, skinny, and he eats fast food every week. The latest, yeah, like I... once every week. Is it once? Like you don't know it... what he's eating besides that. True. He probably eats like grass. <laughs> he's definitely a cow. Oh my god. <laughs> food reviews oh. are so weird, man. Just food content on YouTube is so weird in general. Especially the mukbang shit. Mukbang. Yeah, yeah I can't mukbang. watch that. Whatever it is. People really... Excuse me. I just got a hungry thing about mukbang. Dude, people really like watching that. It's it's for a number of reasons. I watched a, I watched a couple of videos on it. Not of it, but like on it. Of like the topic. And they're like... The main draw to people watching these mukbang videos is like, um, is because it's very satisfying for some reason. It, it like it sort of does like an ASMR sort of tingle sensation for them, or they're just like they just want to fucking eat. And like people people derive pleasure from other people eating, you know. Yeah, like yeah. I think I think originally it, it it's from Korea, South Korea, and I think the reason why it came about was like because of everyone being isolated, I think. Don't quote me on that. But it was sort of made by this one dude, and he would eat alone, and he would just stream himself eating so he had other people to eat with. And I think that's how it sort of got popularized. So maybe it sort of fills that like lonely gap that people have where you can't eat with people. Yeah, that makes sense. Because like, eating with I can't, people... Like, if I'm eating a food, by, if I'm eating like a meal by myself, I have to watch something. Yeah, you just feel... Yeah, you gotta have, you gotta have some sort of stimulation when you're eating by yourself. You got to either be with people, you got to be doing something while you're eating, you know, like, I, I just can't straight up sit down, eat a sandwich and then do nothing or like with it, you know? Yeah. I don't watch too much food stuff. Oh, I, watch, I don't. I watch yeah. MasterChef with Caroline, which is pretty good. Um, yeah. I love Gordon, cause, man. Because Gordon. And yeah, Kitchen Nightmares, obviously. Um, I love First We Feast, though, on YouTube. I only so good. You know, listen. You probably only like, watch hot ones. I do. I think that's what most people watch. Honestly, I only watch the hot ones that I give a shit about. Yeah, true. Like, I don't care about too. most of the celebrities on there. They're like, oh, dude, you see Daniel Radcliffe fucking body those wings? I'm like, I don't really care about Daniel Radcliffe, dude. I'm not gonna watch that. You know? Yeah, I, I only watch... really watch that on certain occasions. Yeah, 
I really, it gets me super hungry. And I think that show sort of like, sort of kind of gave me the affinity for spicy food that I have. Because getting the hottest sauce of Buffalo Wild Wings, that takes a special we, type of stupid. We gotta get Buffalo Wild Wings again soon. Yeah, dude. It's, it's honestly pretty top tier. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> there was another uh, wings place that is like on the same road. I know that yeah, like, Pizza Hut does like the joint thing sometimes. They do like Wing Street or whatever. Is that what it's called? I don't remember. Um, Hurricane Wings? That's another one. I don't know. Like, I was like looking at um, like restaurant reviews with friends like a little while ago. And it was really mm. funny. Wing Stop. Yeah, that's some what it's called. Yeah. Oh, I know. Uh, did I go there? I think I might have been there before. I don't know. I was uh, like, I never heard of that. Yeah, I haven't either. On that road. I really used to hate wings, dude. My fan, like my dad and my sister, they were super into wings. Like buffalo wings, everything like that. And I was like, no. Like the slightest touch of mild sensation on my tongue, I fucking lost it. I went crazy. But now I just down that shit. I love spicy stuff. And especially processed chicken wings. Those are the best. Yeah. Um, but on first we feast i usually watch the burger show uh, yeah i never i never saw that you, is it like you never watched that no I you just could just binge it. it right now it's it's very fun to watch i think it gets me hungry for sure but i like all the guests they have on there and i mean it's just a good time i like the host one of their most recent episodes was like eating one of the world's hottest burgers with uh ethan and Hila from h3 Oh, there you go. Yeah, they were on hot ones normal too. Yeah, yeah. Chicken. I don't know, man. They I'm just like more that. white meat type of dude. But I'll probably check it out, even because I love Sean Evans and I love him. He's so good at his job. Like, well, actually. he's not on there. Oh, he's not. He's not the host of that. Yeah. Oh, damn. Well, that sort of ruins. He has it. different hosts for different shows. This guy's like a like he has his own restaurant and stuff. I think I heard of that. Is he is he of a darker skin complexion? Yeah, and he's like a big dude. Yeah, no, I know him. I've seen him before. I don't know his name though. Yeah, they usually have this guy on called the Burger Scholar. His name is George Motes, and he's just awesome. He's got like um like a whole setup in his house. It's like all kinds of fryers and and like spatulas and stuff. It looks amazing. Like if that was one of my parents, dude. I mean, not that oh. I have any problem with my parents. Oh, of course. But like, my parents can't I cook. It's a, like it's fun. If I had like a five-star chef as my, like if I had John Favreau chef as my. Oh <laughs> come on, stop, <laughs> dude. It would be a wrap. No, honestly, there's something there's something really hot to people that can cook, dude. Like really? No, I'm serious. Like, like really? Yes. Okay. And also, it's just like it's really admirable. I think, like, if you can make good food, you just you've made it. Like, food is something that really brings people together. I don't know what they what movie they said that in. Was it Chef? They said that in. Good food brings people together. Yeah, it's, that's like that's like the moral of the story. I think it's an animated movie, but like with well, food bringing well, people together, that, bro. And then there's anyone can cook. That's Ratatouille. That's yeah, that's Ratatouille. That's with Linguini. You're such you're such a badass if you can cook, honestly. That's why I try and do it, and I fail miserably most of the yeah, time. Yeah, I think it's that, and like 
if you could play an instrument like you're the coolest person alive oh yeah definitely i don't know anyone that plays instruments though except for me <laughs> ah, wow craig i'm gonna need to ask you to leave. <laughs> he's not leaving you're he's done the whole thing um what was i gonna say yeah chef made me so hungry god honestly I, I I watched it for the same reason that I think most Zoomers did. It was because of the "Have you seen the sh- Have you seen Chef" meme. It's it was hilarious for a while. <laughs> yeah. It was hilarious. I didn't watch it because of that, <laughs> but yeah, I did, and I fucking loved it. And then I went back, like a few years later, like after that whole sort of uh, that craze with that crazy fucking trio of YouTubers. I'll get back to that in a second. <laughs> but after I watched it again, I was like, dude. I really love this movie. And after after every chef viewing I would have, I would always try and make the Cubanos. Always try. Like, I'd be like, Mom, you need to get this, you need to get this, you need to get this. <laughs> yeah. And they'd be kind of fucking fire, I'm not going to lie. They'd be pretty yeah. good. I, I got to go to New Orleans. Like, no, no my one's... mom last year uh, was like, if you get all your college applications in and stuff, we can go to... Uh, like Disney World or or um, New Orleans. Which one are you picking? <laughs> and, and, Which one are you picking? Dude, I mean, New Orleans would be so sick, but I have so much like nostalgia for Disney uh, World. Nah, nah. New Orleans isn't a place fueled on on corporate greed and capitalism, dude. You're not paying money to experience some of the best food in the world. Okay, well, I already in chose the world. I went to Disney World last year, okay? You're so based. You're so dude, based, dude. dude the... That's a once-in-a-lifetime. You, you should have went to New Orleans, dude. That's no, what they say. They go. say New we're Orleans. We're going to go eventually. We're going to Eventually. Okay? It's just that, like, I hadn't been there in, like, 10 years. And it's different going as someone, like, as a person with a mind you can like remember with like i can't remember anything as a child infantile so, amnesia yeah it was it was so much fun i love disney world it's a great place <sighs> it listen i'm so i'm so based and i really have to stop doing this like i'm so based to the point where i'll, I'll just hate on disney for no reason i'll just completely marginalize it uh alongside other things and just be like this is mainstream so therefore it sucks but disney doesn't suck I like a lot of Disney properties, man. I like a lot of Disney movies. I like what they have to offer. And Disney World, it's kind of sick. I think I went when I was like 14. Uh, it was like the was summer before I went to California, I think. And humble flex. And then Fuck off. I, I think going back would be so cool. Going back to California and Disney World, by the way. Because Disney World. Yeah, I want to go with like uh, people other than family, too. Yeah, no, dude, you got. We got to do a trip like that. Oh my god! Got to get your friends on the trip. Yeah, post COVID, we we just need to do something. Of course. Well, I don't know when post COVID's gonna be. Nobody does. They, I saw on the fucking TV though. First, uh, first vaccines were administered in New Jersey. Funnily enough, oh, yeah. So we'll see how that goes. Um, I don't like. I don't really like delving into it because it's so overdone. So I'm just not yeah. going to delve into it. <laughs> well, just just quickly, um, like they have the first vaccine out, and yeah, uh, it's enough for 50 million people in the U.S. Sure, um, but there is another vaccine coming out soon, and it's being like approved. For... Yeah, so by another company. So we're going to get a bunch more, and that's uh, really cool. 
We just got to see how it goes, man. Because like, like you, you, you got to have a sort of skepticism with these type of things. At least I do, because you don't know if the vaccine is going to be totally safe, right? Like, I'm not anti-vax in the slightest. I believe in science. You know, I know. this game's so, so fucking political. But uh, I just want to make sure the vaccine is like totally safe proof because we fucking rush this shit really fast. We needed to, but we we really went a little fast, dude. I'm gonna be real. You need some consensus on these type of things. I mean, they've been doing a lot of testing, so I'm optimistic. We'll see how it goes, man. This one's optimistic. Okay, no radio hits anymore. Sorry. Nah, yeah, that's copyright. Listen, um... <laughs> I forgot the copyright thing. <laughs> so what I was saying before when I was talking about El Jefe with John Favreau, and that El fuck Jefe. kid, what's that kid's name? Uh, bitch. <laughs> Dude, I'll look it up. <laughs> yeah, look you it up. The while actor I... or the yeah? What's his the nah, character? Uh, the actor. Because we saw <laughs> we saw two movies, two movies of him back to back. Yeah, Practice um, was so weird. <laughs> it was weird, right? It was weird, but I kind of liked it because it wasn't taking itself seriously at all, and it was yeah. just so it was just so stupid. But I thought it could be more meta. <laughs> I feel like it wasn't taking itself seriously, but I think it could do it more. No, like, yeah. Have you seen uh, Cabin in the Woods? Uh, I th- I've seen it briefly. I've seen like if the it brig- did something. If it did it to that extent, I think it would be really good. That movie's not like that movie's not like straight up horror though. Like that. That's like a. That's like no, a it's more of a meta comedy. thing. Oh man, I like both, but I want yeah, scary no. too. Yeah, but it wasn't even it wasn't that scary. So it was like in the middle. See, cuz I I watched it for a little bit and I think I completely knocked. But I watched the beginning and it was like those sort of campy teen horror movies and then I was like, "Oh, this is what this is. Is this like what set the foundation, but it's just doing that to be like like based, right? It's just saying this is a teen horror movie." Is that what it's doing? <laughs> uh the cabin? No yeah. Place? Yeah, like it's got the whole teen cast and everything, like Friday the Thirteenth type shit. Yeah, so it has that, but like behind that is like there's like this uh, like government facility below the cabin that's just like controlling all the monsters and stuff, and it just lets out the monsters to kill the people, kill the teens, to like uh, humor some like. <laughs> like some presence that's in like the middle of the earth <laughs> or something oh, but it's oh. just it just doesn't take itself seriously because it's like all right uh who are you voting for this time like who's gonna die first and stuff yeah like that kind of stuff i thought it was really good but... i think th- i think those movies are okay though like i don't have anything against those a lot of people get pissed off though like movies like scream i think the whole scream trilogy is just kind of parody you know I've never seen a Scream movie, so... My friends were really into it. Uh, I didn't really like it too much, but, you know, I saw what it was trying to do. I think that thing is fun to have movies like that, like Spaceballs. I haven't seen scary movies either. Like, the scary movie franchise. I haven't seen any of them. I've seen seen a couple. They're pretty... They're good at what they're trying to do, you know? Okay, this kid's name is... Is MJ Anthony. I would not have guessed that. 
is MJ is spelled E M J A Y. Oh, you know he's based then. You know. And his last name is Anthony. Yeah, that's not a last name. He was born in <laughs> two thousand three. God. Really. What a little baby. He was Twelve in Krampus, dude. He was eleven in Chef. My gosh. Oh my Child God. actors, dude. Eleven. He wasn't bad. He wasn't think, think, think about what it would be like to, to be like, look, pretend you're Macaulay Culkin before the crack. He's actually a pretty normal guy. But pretend you're Macaulay Culkin before all the drama and shit hit him. Like, you just grow up that influential and popular and famous. Like, you see that, you, you see Kevin everywhere, dude. Yeah. Child, child actors, it's crazy. Imagine what that would do to your, do to your like development a, cycle. It's like a dance mom, dude. Everyone force their kids to do it, and just yeah, beauty pageants that, in general. That's why you get JoJo Siwa, man. Jo pageants are fucked up. Pageants are really fucked up. Aren't they, like, taking those off the air now? Because on TLC, they would just market that shit. Straight up. It would be like Cuties Netflix, and they would just straight up, like, have those playing all day. Uh, I don't know. I don't know about that. I know there's been bans on them, and I don't think they're on TLC anymore. Well, I can't say I've watched one before, so... I watched them as a kid with, like, my sister and stuff. I don't know why. Anyway... So you were going to talk about Filthy yes, Frank, Max yes. Lofo, It was going to go into a deeper thesis, okay? <laughs> so okay. that time, that time period from like whenever they started, I think it was like 2013, was like Filthy Frank era, all the way to like 16 before I think, I think Google bought out YouTube in 2016. And all this like, uh, like the adpocalypse stuff happened, mass like demonetization, whatever, like on the family friendly content side of things. Um, that era is insane, dude. Like, that era of just what they made on YouTube is absolutely crazy to me nowadays. It's crazy to everyone. Like, we took that for such granted. They made the vomit cake. They made the pubic hair cake, I think. Damn, stop that's for a No, that's I so... always go back to that video. Yeah, it's a masterpiece. It's, it's amazing. Ma it's an event every time I go back to that. It really is. Yeah. It's just I don't know, man. We're like we'll we'll never have that again. We're never gonna have that type of content again. No, we're not. It's crazy, and they're all such talented dudes too. Yeah. I watched iDubs like probably the most in like freshman year. Yeah, I definitely watched iDubs the most. I never really watched Max Mofo, and I watched some Filthy Frank, but I wasn't really into Filthy Frank like during his prime. Like I only I did wasn't it, I watched like, him a lot and I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> when he was starting to go to Joji. Yeah. Which I can't believe how successful he is with that. It's really it's, cool. No, it's crazy. I, that turned a lot of people away though, obviously, because the whole sellout culture is just such it's such an easy target for people. They can call out they can call Joji so easy, it's like you left filthy Frank fans in the dust for, for what you actually really wanted to do, which I completely understand on his part. Because you don't you don't really want filthy Frank fans, dude. You want like normal people <laughs> to support your work and what you actually yeah. want to do.
Yeah. No, that's that's fucking crazy for him, man. I don't Yeah, think there. we never expected that. I don't think there's gonna be another. Well, has there really been any like, like crazy YouTube music star transitions like that? Except for like Jake Paul, even though that was like a one-time thing. Jake <laughs> Paul. <laughs> Um. like YouTube's into the mainstream. Oh yeah, I got one. Um, that Will Smith guy. I never heard of him. He he was on like he's on YouTube and he's like kind of big, but then he like started making movies. Didn't he do vlogs for a little bit? Yeah, I, I think he sort of copied Casey he on was that. like, I don't think. uh, as he... uh... <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't Did in like in like Brie Larson. <laughs> oh, shut up! It's Jack Black. Was they were all on YouTube rewind? You watched Jablinski games. Dude, of course I watched Jablinski games. Jack Black is so funny. No, Jack Black's great. For real. Uh, um, you completely derailed my train of thought, though. I got. I got to think of an actual example. Um. Jake Paul. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna upload this podcast to my Jake Paul YouTube channel. Actually. You're not Jake Paul, dude. <laughs> YouTubers turn musicians. I'll look this up. Let me see. Um, shit, Justin Bieber was originally a YouTube guy? His mom posted like home videos of him like bashing on some drums or something and then uploaded it. And then that's how he got like noticed. Oh, okay. Um, uh, Bo Burnham, he, he used to do comedy on YouTube. That's pretty believable. That's a good example. Listen, I, I like, I like his style. Um, like his, whatever, like he, he does musical comedy and stuff. Um, it's pretty, it's pretty ambitious and people like it, but I just, I don't get it. <laughs> I have a lot of appreciation for it, but I just don't get it. My stand-up I think comedy, it's hilarious. in particular, because I used to be in a big phase where I watched it all the time, and I was like, you know what, I could do this. I definitely couldn't do <laughs> half of what they do, man. No, no, no. It's crazy hard. You gotta be, you gotta be so witty for that. Yeah, you're like not witty at all. I know, so. I'm not. You can clearly tell by what we've been saying. I am not witty in the slightest. Yeah, this he didn't really have a. Um... He didn't really like start on YouTube, um, but like post Malone, yeah, like he made videos with H three. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Just no, no, like no. He sitting did. around. Yeah, he did the uh, so he did the awesome. SoFlo Antonio song. It was like SoFlo so so like, like Antonio. Antonio. Yeah, they used to hang out, man. That was. That was... So that was like cool. Stony era of Post Malone. That's when they just fucked around like that. That was right. That was before <laughs> Stony. That was before he even dropped an album. Oh really? Yeah. Shit. Like that was White Ivers him. Like he White just had Iverson. the single out. Dude, songs like White Iverson. There's so many songs that were so in our heads and so just everywhere for a while, and now you never hear them. I haven't heard White Iverson since like 2016. Is that a problem? Absolutely not. <laughs> but like, you know what I mean? Just songs like that, they'll just disappear. Yeah, well, I would rather have 
something like White Iverson, I guess, than Hollywood's Bleeding. I really did not like it <laughs> at all. That's well, those songs are everywhere, and I bet you in like two years, Wow or whatever it is, that's like a big song, his right? That's gonna be nowhere. You're not gonna hear it anymore. Yeah, my God. Yeah, I didn't even like Wow that much, so. <laughs> <laughs> I do like circles, though. I've said that before, and I'll say it again. Oh, yeah, because that's Cranberry Juice Funny Man type of song, right? What? That's the, Fleetwood Mac. It's like Fleetwood Mac inspired. That whole song. Oh, is, I guess that makes sense. He said it. He was like, he was like yeah, I think Stevie Nicks inspired me to make this one. Even though Stevie Nicks does yeah. not. He's still, he's still a cool dude, though. Like, No, definitely. Did you see him uh, do that set of um nirvana songs yeah no the all apologies he does he did that a few times and it was pretty good yeah he, he got a quarantine he did a live stream of a bunch of songs yeah that's cool nah, he, he's a cool dude man yeah uh like billy eilish <laughs> unlike billy eilish what do you got no, i said Bill? like billy eilish oh okay yeah i mean she's fine I like, I mean, Phineas is an incredible producer. Phineas is more based. Really good producer. Like, that's why her stuff is so popular, dude. I saw an ad for, you know the uh, company Neon? They they did uh, they did Parasite. Uh, yes. It's just a production yeah. company. It's like A24. Yeah. Um, they just dropped a trailer for like a Billie Eilish documentary. I don't know how... How are you gonna make a documentary do this 18, early into her career? He's 18 years old. They're gonna cover the first like four years of her life. Or not yeah. first four years. Like first four years of her as an industry plant. And that's her that's her that's her fame. That's her rise, dude. Yeah, I don't know why you would do it this early. I'll admit though, like I think I think it's kind of cool to see someone like her in the in just such a like popular way. Because she's like pretty much the Lady Gaga, like Rihanna, whatever of this generation, like the the next really big pop star, and she's doing something totally different. You know, granted, yeah. it's moody vocals on most of the songs, but she's got legit talent. You know, and she's got yeah. some bangs. I'll be real, she's got I don't some know good. If I'll ever be really a fan of her unless she surprises me with her next album. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not a fan, but I, I did like, like that one song. That she dropped this year. Billy Eilish just dropped a single this year. You don't remember that? You remember when it was like, "Oh yeah, Billy Eilish yeah. just wrote a song <laughs> in quarantine, guys." Meanwhile, Charlie XAX produces one of the greatest hyper pop <laughs> albums of all time in quarantine. It's just journalism, dude. It's just base journalism. Uh, my future. That was a good song. That was a good song. And she made another one recently, too. It's uh, Therefore I Am. That song's pretty good, too. Uh, yeah, I wasn't big. I wasn't big on that one, though. I thought it was good. Not bad. You're not terrible. Jeez. She, she definitely has the exaggerated swagger of a... Oh, don't, don't bring it, dude. <laughs> I hate that meme. I really do. I thought it was funny for, like, the first couple weeks it was out, and then I just completely... I lost all interest. I'm just always no. I'm just losing interest in memes nowadays. There's no, there's what? no memes anymore. Yeah, 
Like I'll like I'll like original content that people make with just no substance. I mean not not substance, I mean just no basis on like a particular template or something. Like if you show me a video of a chimp eating a eating like quinoa, bro, I'll love it. It'll be so funny. But if you send me like a black teen exaggerated swagger thing, like a modified version, I'm gonna think it's not funny at all. You know? Biggest best best like meme that follows a template now is the uh I don't even know what you would call it. It's like the Doomer characters. I love those. It's like Rage Comics, but for the modern era. I guess so. It's true. I'll, I'll like any Breaking Bad meme, though. Oh, of course. Of course. Because they're so relatable. <laughs> and just like the funny fucking like family guy out of context, I guess. <laughs> like with like with <laughs> Brian in GTA shooting <laughs> Peter with an RPG. That's so funny. Yeah, <laughs> it's 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 a good evolution for for and me. That video of him in like some shooter, and he like does a three sixty off a building and like <laughs> someone. <laughs> oh my god! That's so you know what's you know what's funny though? I used to, you know, I used to be an avid redditor. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Even karma. saying that's just a meme. I, I could pay for my mortgage in, in Reddit karma, but for real, like, I used to be on that Reddit wave, and most people on Reddit, most of the memes that you find, they're like, Reddit made this first, and Instagram is worse, so therefore our memes are funnier. I was like, this is so true. And then now that I look at it, I was like, that's complete fucking bullshit. Instagram has way better <laughs> memes than Reddit. Yeah. It's It's true. It's it's weird, man. Reddit's so weird. It's uh, it's got such an entitlement to it. It's got a lot of like really fucking stupid people. It's such a hive mind. But on the other side, there's some pretty reasonable people who will help you out. You know, like on your on your uh, on your cooking Mexican subreddit. You know, like you'll get some pretty good pretty good answers if you gotta know how to cook a sick burrito or something. You know. Sure. <laughs> No, I could go deep on social media, but I don't think I will. It's too late for that. I like to stimulate the people, but are you want to you want to hear me ramble on that? I don't know. You make fun of me for uh, liking Twitter. I'll just make fun of you because you have a social media and phone addiction. <laughs> Am okay. I wrong? Because I think <laughs> I think it's valid. At least I'm not alone in that. But listen, yeah. listen. A little bit of an intervention here. I don't mean to poke a soft spot, but you can call me out on poking a soft spot. Do you do you feel like you generally want to stop? I want to stop, like going on your phone as much as you do, or being as plugged in as you are. Like, have you ever? Have Honestly, you ever? Have you, no, that, no, not really. <laughs> really, no. So you're so you're a blue pill. Oh my god. <laughs> no, I'm kind of interested though. Why you're not uh, pulling fucking Matrix shit on me? I'm I'm just saying I'm just saying the pill reference. Listen, I'm kind of curious because a lot of people that I've talked to, they haven't really said this uh, this answer. Can you tell me why? Uh, can you tell me why you're so inclined to be plugged in? I don't know. I just yeah. I'm not very comfortable with change, so I feel like I. I'm fine okay <laughs> that's fair enough man it's fair enough i know a lot of people don't like to change it's okay 
for me, it's just nice to know when things are going on and what's happening. And yeah, but I, I get that. I get being up to date and I'll support you with whatever you want to do. But there's a lot more negative news than positive news. And even you, I know, can admit that, right? Like you knowing what knowing what's knowing what's going on in the no knowing what's going on in the world though, with all the negative news headlines that are everywhere and all of the just the way that the that that it's promoted and pushed has a pretty has a negative effect on you. It doesn't make you feel good. Yeah, but like most of the stuff that I follow is either music or memes. Well, that's that's totally fine, you know. Like I'm usually if I'm on Twitter, I'm I'm just on hip hop Twitter, just like hip-hop. seeing people uh, like debate things and get yeah. ratioed. It's so funny. <laughs> I get I guess I guess like if you say Drake can outrap anyone, you're getting ratioed. <laughs> well, of course, like Drake can outrap anyone. There's gonna be way more likes than dislikes on that, right? Yeah, well, like a right foot up, left foot slide. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah, why don't you right foot up, left foot slide on over to the uh, item shop? Get yourself. Don't, don't do that. <laughs> the boogie don't down do dance. I will right foot slide. No, right foot up, left foot slide. Excuse me, way off the podcast. You should. Yeah, it's horrible, isn't it? <laughs> okay. It's really. It's terrible. Okay. Well, go on. What were you saying? <laughs> well, I was. Oh yeah, I was saying before. I, I feel like I'm sounding so preachy when I talk about this stuff, and I feel like I'm an asshole. So if I'm being an asshole, please stop me. So I watched a documentary on Netflix, Social Dilemma. Yeah, you, you talk, we've talked about this. I know, but I haven't said it to the millions of people watching. Um, dude, it, it gave me such a new perspective because it goes into a lot of people that have actually worked on this software and understood the software and users of it because the people that make it are users of it too and it's designed to be as engaging as possible like that's that's the that's the mo you know how long can we keep you infinitely scrolling on instagram how long can we do this how long can we do that and it's clear that these these developers these people they understand that it has a lot of negative consequences um and there's there's the numbers there's the receipts to prove it that it's increased a lot of political polarization it's increased uh fucking i don't know um just new movements like new wave feminism right it's just not healthy it creates a hostile environment and like uh, anxiety whatever and there's there's legit proof to it and there's a lot of factors that say it and i've like these social media developers for example the two dudes that made instagram before facebook claimed it or whatever um they didn't let their kids have instagram like the people that straight up made it they said nah you can't have instagram to their kids so that's a little suspect and for myself um just like I would I would use it a lot like you and I would be I would be scrolling on Reddit infinitely, I would be on YouTube infinitely, I would just I would just keep going down. And I sort of just I sort of just stopped getting dopamine from it 
because that's what it's supposed to do. It's supposed to give you the dopamine hit. Um, and I, I, I sort of like, like the well sort of ran dry for me and I just sort of became numb to doing it. And that's kind of what the feeling is. Like if you're on your phone, you're just sort of numb. You're just scrolling. You're not, you're not really feeling anything, you know, it's like, oh, that's a meme. I should be laughing, but like, you know, I'm probably not going to laugh. Um, so a lot of it gave me that and I'm just doing a really terrible job of explaining it. But for me, the the benefits of social media and being so interconnected do not outweigh the negatives in any way. And after I watched that documentary, it's sort of the ending of it sort of has a very nihilistic approach where it says, like, if we don't fix this, if we don't fix the way things are with how people act on these and how it's uh, completely altering society, this is a brand new step. In, in society as a whole. This didn't exist for a very long time. Um, there's going to be like irre irreplaceable, irre irreparable consequences to it. Um, if the political polarization keeps increasing, it's going to fuck up. You know, something's going to happen. So after I watched it, I sort of just had this impression. I was like, I got to stop looking at my phone. I really do. And when I would look at it and like when I would sort of go into social media like i'd go on youtube um i would sort of dig into it more i'd sort of dig into social media more as a whole and like understand the effects of it how it's uh it's increased anxiety almost tenfold um it's just a very deep topic and it's it's a lot to get into but um just phones for me man it's a little devil and i think once you're aware that you're addicted to it which i definitely am and still am um, it really changes things, uh, and sort of makes you a little, just makes you feel a lot shittier when you, when you succumb and go on it. Um, it's just something I'm trying to break, dude. It's like really hard. <laughs> it's, it's really hard and it's super real. It's really real. This, this, this phone addiction just being plugged in constantly. It's so true. Let's see. Yeah. Because, you know, I learned this on a TikTok by a, by a fellow you might know. He said, uh, it's talking about phantom vibration syndrome, right? It's like, that, it's like that psychological impulse where you're like, oh, I felt my phone buzz, I swear. Big reason why we're addicted to phones and why we have just so much interconnectedness with it it's the anticipation man it's the anticipation of like what's the new notification going to be who's who's texting me who is this right that anticipation can drive you fucking crazy especially if you sort of have if you sort of been in contact for someone with a or with someone for a while and they don't text you back or you see your friends out or on the snap map you see them all together and you're not there it fucking it messes you up. It can really mess you up if you look at it too much. So best thing to do is just not let it ramp up your anxiety. You got to put the fucking thing down. And you got to be like, I got to do something else. I got to think differently because this is really messing me up. And that's all from personal experience. That's all from having those exact situations. Um, and you just, you can't let it get to you, man. It's just a really really toxic thing and i'm sure maybe you felt that before 
I'm sure maybe you've you've gotten some very strong emotional reaction to what you've seen on social media, whether it's what your friends are doing or what someone else is doing. It just it's so it's so intriguing to me, just the effects of it on people and how it um how if you're aware of it, you can really see it work on yourself. It's like the fucking spell, dude. You're you're just you're casting it and it's working. Yeah, obviously I've had that before. That's yeah. And it makes you feel like shit, right? Yeah. I think I mean it was bad in like before I went to school, like during quarantine. Oh yeah. Well, uh, obviously, right? Cuz we're all inside. We're all yeah, but... you know, we're all fiending for some sort of social interaction. And when you see that with someone else doing it and you're not there, you're not included, you think they hate you. Or some, or maybe a little less dramatic than that, you know. <laughs> well, but, yeah. Sometimes it is that that dramatic. Yeah. It's stupid, but yeah. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, I feel like I'm kind of better now, but you probably say that you are better now, better now. Oh, posty. Say that you are not a posty. Uh, not... <laughs> oh my well, god! Every also... time I say "better now," I fucking think of that song, and it's the worst thing ever. But... I don't think it's out of a song. I know, but the fact that I think of that Post Malone song every time I say the words better now is a problem. That just shows you it worked. Right? Fuck, dude. It worked. The, in my head. The music industry got in your head. In my head. In my head. Oh, stop. <laughs> so fucking sorry. I'm so fucking sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <sighs> Okay. <laughs> okay, what? I thought you were I gonna. Know. I thought you were gonna build off of this. I could keep going. Like I, I could, I could go forever on talking I mean, about. This. Sometimes I just like being ignorant. <laughs> I listen. Blissful ignorance. It's fine, but once you know, you cannot know. So okay, saying well, maybe I don't want to know. <laughs> no, no. But saying I like being in blissful ignorance implies that you know that there's another side to that ignorance, and therefore you can't be ignorant. Okay, I guess, yeah, uh, yeah but, but I never right? think about it, but I never think about it. But you do. If you're saying you I never don't. think about it, you do. I don't think about it until you just brought it up. <laughs> well, now you can't be ignorant. <laughs> well, I can be ignorant because I'll just forget. <laughs> I wish I wish I forget could forget if you could forget. Yeah, well, you watched no, 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 no. It, well, no, no, not, not for those. I think we all do, right? Um, you especially. <laughs> what about me? You especially wish you could turn back the dial and just be like, ah, I, I wish I didn't know that. I wish I could just stay, stay in my, uh, stay in my bag. So you think I'm a bad person? Okay. No, not at all. Not <laughs> at all. I think you're a wonderful guy, but you know. <laughs> Don't talk to me. I could give you I could give you a lot of compliments, man. Like what? Uh I could I could give you so many. You could, but it doesn't sound like you want. Well, do you want me to? I could keep talking about the uh, the implications of technology on our psyche and I can go forever. It's whatever you want me to do. I don't have to dwell on anything. <laughs> I don't know. Listen, I, I, I'm I'm in charge here. I really. You're in charge. 
Okay. <laughs> Listen, I really like your I really like your taste in music. You got some great taste. I think wow. I think having a good palette like that it really opens you up to new things. It shows that you're very you're very you're very willing to you know try new things, even though you said you don't like change. So that absolutely doesn't line up. <laughs> uh, you have very very good very good knowledge of music. You got a very nice smile. You're incredible. I'm better at not liking change. Yeah, you've gotten better at not liking me too. Um, you just got such I have a, a nice way. smile. That's nice. Yeah, you got such a way with with uh, with with maintaining your friendships and letting people know that they mean a lot to you. And um, I've never that, let you know that. That should that should not go unnoticed. <laughs> <laughs> that should not go unnoticed in this in this day and age, dude. You need kindness. People need to be nicer to each other. For real. I was on my jog this morning, dude. Like three people said good morning to me. I was like, nobody says good morning. Nobody says good morning except Mr. West. Right? Mr. West. Mr. West. Yeah. You gotta be nicer. I never said good morning to you. Yeah, well, because I've never seen you in the morning. True. True. That's true. Dude. Wow, that's a lot of compliments. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. It was only like three, but whatever. Yeah, it was tasting music, smile. I really had to. I really, I really had to reach for those. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you were really racking your brain. I was slipping through the pages. You were firing them off. Yeah. Well, you're literally lying to me. And I was fire. I fire off a lot of things. I'm in charge here. So. Oh my God! You're in charge here. I forgot. I am I so unbearable. I'm so unbearable. That's not true. Jeez. I have a good way of keeping my friends, and you're not one of them. Okay, well, I'm glad to know that. I thought my sobriety would have changed things, but clearly not. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, how's it going? I feel great. Uh, I feel, I feel great. It's November 1st? October 31st. Maybe a little sooner than that. Okay. Maybe like, let's say like the 28th. That's good. Yeah, dude, I... Yeah. It's something I could go in depth about. Because I'm not really afraid to speak it. Not afraid to, to talk my mind. Yeah, because um, you're just a blabbermouth. And that's... Yeah, of course. you got to be a blabbermouth on these types of... Um, but it's... You know, I only do it when someone's listening. I only do okay, it when I'm... I'm listening. Listen, man. It's... <sighs> So, I definitely was, um, I definitely was addicted for a little bit. I definitely had a thing in my brain that said, "You got to do this," and it took a lot of took a lot of determination to stop. I went back into it, and then I stopped again, and here we are. It feels a lot better to not be doing it than doing it. At this yeah. point. And you, you'll still think about it. You'll still be like, this is in the back of my mind. This is something that I feel. Um, it's something I feel that, you know, I would like to do. But you don't act on it. Self-control for me has been really big. Um, just ever since I got back from school. Because in school, I indulged in just everything. Um, in hopes that it would make me, you know, feel better about what the fuck was happening uh and how the fuck school was run because 
you, look, I'll, I'll look at it this way, man. That that's all we know college as. That the way that it was this first fall two thousand and twenty semester. That's our college. That's what we know it as, and it'll probably be like that for a long time. So knowing it that way, I I just looked for shortcuts. I just looked for things to to make it a lot better, and I was just really uncomfortable there. And I knew that I wasn't alone. A lot of people felt the same way. It was a very, it was just a really imp uh, oppressive environment because you're not only mandated and you're not only guided through university um, under just the, the system that they have in place pre-COVID, not including any sort of pandemic going on. It's just the way that university is. It's kind of oppressive to new people. It feels like a very strange environment that you're not used to. But also, um, what the fuck is that word? Tangentially? Is that a word? I don't know. Coinciding yeah. with that, you also have the fact that we're, we're in a pandemic. And I went, and you and I, and a lot of other people that we know, most people that we know, went to campus during this. And I think you can agree, it was pretty, pretty oppressive. I'm not going to say like I was a victim because I guess we were all victims, but I'm just saying it was a tough environment to really feel comfortable in at all. And hey, people made it through. A lot of people I knew, they're like, dude, I loved it. I had a lot of great times. That's good for you. Make the most of it. But yeah, it was like I couldn't see anyone, but at the same time, I couldn't feel like I could be alone. Exactly. Exactly. You could be alone in your dorm for 12, 12 hours a day. And like just, you know, you're a drone, you're doing your work. You're just stuck inside your head all day. And it kind of sucks. And especially, dude, I was quarantined twice. Um, I was quarantined at the end of the semester when I was coming home. Which wasn't even, which was like the significantly uh, like worse one or significantly less worse. Sorry, it was only a few days, but you know I was quarantined before that, and I got COVID, and I had all this shit happen to me, and um, it was just kind of tough. So I, I, my heart goes out to everyone that sort of felt that way uh, and had just a really shitty first time. You know, we're all dealt different yeah. hands, we're all dealt different circumstances, but university in general has just got to change dude and it was not ready for this in the slightest i'm just no, gonna, just gonna end it there done, yep. like they should have just got rid of finals as a thing at least this semester of course just not just not really worth it yeah i am happy though i have two finals left for the next two days and then i'm done so well there you go drew yeah I'm so, like, ready for a break. Um, even though it hasn't been too hard the past two weeks since I've been doing schoolwork at home and haven't had too much. Um, but it's just, I need none of it. And I can't believe that Christmas is in nine days. No, for one thing I'll say about that, dude, the work wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. That's the one thing I was striving in. Or, uh... Yeah, striving, right? I'm so tired. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, it wasn't as bad as I thought. But and also, we are isolated cases. There are definitely um. Oh no, for sure. <laughs> tons for of sure. people with tons of yeah. work. It just depends on the teacher, like, and how they understand what we're going through. 
that that sure. that's completely subjective too dude any professor could be any type of way and he he or she will not give a fuck or they will but i think most are pretty understanding because they're going through a lot of shit too and we kind of forget a lot that our educators people that teach us are people too I thought the teachers just lived at the school when I was a kid, man. But they they got homes, they got families, they got people they got to look out for. Um, we gotta be we gotta be, you know, understanding of that. And yes, it's already the end of twenty twenty, pretty much. What a fucking ride, right? So what a ride for it, I guess. We're dude, we're gonna look back on this in like however many years, a while. Let's just say a while. We'd be like, that was fucking crazy. Because <laughs> it was. Think of everything that happened. You know, there's going to be one of those fucking meme calendars at the end of the year where it's like, this is the worst thing to happen every month. And you're not going to be able to fit it all. <laughs> you're not going to be able to fit it all. There's so much shit that happened in every single month. You had, you had the fires burning down Australia. You had the pandemic. You had a race war. You had um what else did we have we had a new presidential election crazy changes by justin bieber came out yes yummy as well yummy. god <laughs> holy fuck yep i'm getting heated i think we might end it here <laughs> well i'm i'm proud of you for uh don't say totally. anything to me. don't say anything thank you actually what? i mean a lot that means a lot when you say it, uh, that thing, but okay, thank you. <laughs> what did you think I was gonna say? No, we're being such a big ass. We're just we're just gonna end the podcast. I'll talk to you after hours, but that's I'm gonna be for now. Literally, never talking to you after this. Okay, this is, this is our last encounter. Yep. Well, yeah, it was nice knowing you. Yeah, of course. Same to you, buddy. Not. Yeah, like I'm literally lying to you. Yeah, like, I, that's not nice. I hate so much. You're such a dick. You're actually such a dick. Like, it's not even funny, dude. Great. Um, yeah, Craig, finish the recording. Yeah, Craig, fucking end it. God. Bye, guys.